Welcome to Midwest Wanderers Great River Road Trip, day number 10. Actually, I'm going to back up to the night before. When we left, we said we were going to just kind of kick back that night, but we're us, <laughs> and that didn't last very long. <laughs> you suggested that we go out and take some pictures. It was actually an ideal time to take it. It was evening, the light was good, so we went and took a picture of the clock tower. And the courthouse. Courthouse. Opera house. Opera house, and... Some of the buildings are around the area where the city center is. Yeah, so it was kind of a nice evening. So now we'll go back to day 10. Here we got up and found a fun restaurant. It was within walking distance of the hotel we were staying at. Yeah, literally within a couple of blocks. Sunshine Family Restaurant, and we walked in, and even before we walked in, there was a group of old men standing outside. And we know the breakfast was going to be real good. Yep, so we walked in, and sure enough, a bunch of regulars, you know, a lot of seniors, men mostly, teasing the waitresses. (laughs) 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 But they go along with it. (laughs) Well, I got my biscuits and gravy. And And I finally got my two eggs over easy. Something simple, but I haven't had it since we've been on the road and just wanted my two eggs over easy. And you were able to get that. Yep, sure did. Okay, next we went over to the Julian Dubuque Memorial at the Mines of Spain State Park. And what this is, it's, well, it's where the founder of the city of Dubuque is buried. They created a monument for him, this tall stone stone Uh, structure. It almost looks like a castle. Castle, yeah. And it's right on the bluff overlooking the Mississippi. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. We saw a bunch of barges moving up and down the Mississippi River. It's a great overlook. It is. And after that, we found the Interpretive Center. and Which it was, is all part of that area. Part of, part of the, it is, but it's hard to find because we drove through the park and it kept saying five miles. And pretty soon we were outside of the park. Uh, yeah, and on US 67, heading north back to Dubuque. But we were right on track. We were right. Yeah, yeah, it does go out of the park and back in some other way. And it, you know, your typical interpretive center, some nature stuff. and A little bit of history on Dubuque itself and the founder of the town. Yeah, so it was fine. So we went back to the hotel and checked out, and then we went over to Crystal Lake Cave. And I actually have a story about that cave. Uh, you probably remember, Skip. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yes, um, from my head, well, during the flood of 1993. <laughs> yeah, we had our daughter and her friend with us in 1993, and we had gone to the cave, and 4th of July weekend, there was a lot of rain. They said, it's starting to flood at the exit, so we need to turn around and go back through the entrance. Well, that was the start of the big flood of 1993, where some places were underwater Yeah, 20 so all the way down to yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a horrible summer for people along the Mississippi River. But this time we went, and it was fine, <laughs> and loved it. And it's an active cave. It is, yeah. Sometimes Thanks. you go to these private caves, and all the people going down the earth touched everything, which spoils the natural The oils in your hand stops the growth the of the cave formations. formations. But what surprised me about this one is that it's so narrow. It's probably one of the most narrow passages that we've been through. Mm-hmm which is kind of fun. 
Well, and also on this key, when they opened it up to the public, they actually had cut into the flooring to lower it down because the actual key floor level was actually higher, probably about two and a half feet. So they actually lowered it down so people could walk through it. Instead of crawl? Crawl through. <laughs> and there is an area where you can go in, you know, special tours where you can crawl. Right, right. Yeah, the rustic, if you're up to crawling through a bunch of mud and putting protective gear on. And, oh, probably if I was younger, maybe I might do it. Although my claustrophobia might kick in that so yeah probably not well back on the road oh but no it was a very nice little picnic area there we had our lunch and sat there for probably a good half an hour 45 minutes just relaxing the, it was not as miserably humid and hot yeah. as it's been on this trip earlier right. days and our uh, leftovers from the night before, night before. And cold hamburgers aren't too bad yeah. <laughs> at least those weren't we ditched the fries though <laughs> those were bad and then we got back on the road again yep. and heading down US 67 is the Great River Road on the Iowa side. And then we crossed over into Illinois because I wanted to go to Fulton, Illinois and see yeah, the windmill. Lincoln Highway. And that's right, combination. Lincoln Highway, Lincoln US Highway. 30, Great River Road is going on both the Iowa side and the Illinois side. Yeah. And so when we crossed over, we will make this little loop and we start heading back north on the Great River Road in Illinois and go up to Fulton. And the windmill was much more than I anticipated. I figured we'd stop and take a picture of the windmill, but we learned so much about it. Well, we lucked out because they closed at five o'clock. We got there maybe quarter to five and they happened to be staying open because they had some special event going on in the area. So we were able to do the windmill and go into the Heritage Center, which is right there. And we learned that this was actually a new windmill. It was built in the Netherlands. Built in the Netherlands. And then- One of the few that have come over recently Yes, I think they're not letting any more come over. But volunteers had actually gone to the Netherlands. They no. sent 10 volunteers, ten volunteers to the Netherlands to learn how to operate the windmill. And this was all done through grants. They raised the money in order to buy the windmill, have it shipped a, it's over. It's a working windmill. It is a working windmill. They actually grind flour, wheat flour, mm -hmm. wheat into flour. And then they don't do flax, but there were some other grains yeah, that they do. Yeah, a couple did. other grains that they do. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what. It wasn't working while we were there, um, although they were thinking about starting it up because the wind was just right. And this windmill goes back to the 18... The design goes to the mid-1800s. The design, yeah. The, the, yeah, the design, the design, not the windmill yeah, itself. Not the windmill itself. Yeah, so, so it was pretty interesting. And then afterwards, like I said, we went into the Interpretive Center where they have this awesome collection of windmill models, including several that operate remotely. Yeah, they're actually a scale model mm -hmm. that are operational. It was a, a gentleman, and we heard a neat story about him. won't go into the details here on it because it's but a he long only, story. He lived, but he lived only about 40 miles from where we lived. Yeah. Yeah, after he retired. After he retired, yeah. They moved there, and that's where he built a lot of the windmills. And he was originally born in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And not originally born. He was born. He was born, <laughs> yeah, born there. And a, and a fabulous story about the gentleman through World War II and how he wound up coming to the U.S. And became an engineer. Became an engineer. All of that. And so, neat story. Very neat story. And the volunteer that gave us the tour there actually suggested that we tried pastries at a place called Crumpets. And she warned us that everything is made from scratch there at the place called Crumpets, except the Crumpets. Except the Crumpets. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. 
So after that, we It was came, time to eat. Yeah, we were hungry. Because <laughs> <laughs> our half hamburgers didn't last us that long. So we came back to Clinton, where we're staying, and stopped at an Irish pub, had dinner, and saw that the All-Star game was on. So Went back to our uh, hotel room. And this time we really we did. did. Crash for the crash night. Crash for the night. <laughs> we watched, watched the watched All Star game, and I watched it till the end as it went into extra innings. And uh, I was so now we're ready. Great. Yeah, we are ready for bed. <laughs> we are ready for bed. Well, that's it for day number ten. Day ten. Good night. Good night.